Luke chapter 1, uh, verses 5 through 25, uh, verse, if you have your Bibles, Luke chapter 1, uh, verses 5 through 25, um, this is the word of God, and this while we are hooked on this book, amen. This is the word of God. Amen. Amen. This is not some philosophical subjectivism. This is the inerrant, holy word of God. Amen. When you found Luke chapter 1, verses 5 through 25, remember as a congregation, we are, we've entered covenant uh, to read the Bible at least 15 minutes a day in covenant, reading the word of God. A lot of people have never read the Bible. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking about starting 2019 as a congregation, we'll read the Bible together. Amen. Starting 2000, just read it, get in, get, get in the word and the word get in you. All right, you have it. All right, let's read. Whatever translation you have, uh, let's read out loud. Luke chapter 1, verses 5 through 25. All right, let's read. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abba, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no children because that Elizabeth was barren. They both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayers is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall be turned to the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just 
to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel that stands in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee, and to dry, show thee glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus have the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me and took away my reports among men. Amen. The grass wither it, the flower faded, but the word of our God shall stand forever. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zechariah, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. I want to tag this text. I want to talk briefly this morning about the wait is over. Amen. You may, you may be seated. The wait is over. Amen. The wait is over. As I said earlier, this evening will be our final evening service for the year and we are reading and will be on chapter 2 of Wendy Pope's book, Wait and See. Something wrong with most of us. Most Humans have a problem with waiting. Most of us uh, uh, have a problem with waiting. We, we are so impatient. We are in a hurry going nowhere. It, uh, uh, just, just, we're just, we have a problem waiting. Me, this is why in Austin, uh, so many people get killed because people are too impatient to wait on a 30-second traffic light. And they see yellow and they see red and they just drive right on through. Imp impatient, just have a hard time waiting. Some of you all this morning are waiting on me to get finished. You know, so I'm waiting on to get finished. But we have a hard time waiting then. And go sit outside in the cold elements and watch a football game, but we're waiting on the pastor to get, get finished. This is why waiting is so powerful. It's one of the fruit of the Spirit. In, in Galatians 5.22, 
uh, God give us the spirit of long suffering, patience, because we have a problem waiting. Isaiah 40, 31 said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Job said in Job 14 and 14, if a man die, shall he live again? He said, all the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Part of the qualification of being a pastor, First Timothy chapter 3 verse 3, is listed as being patient uh, with his parishioners. And, and uh, if I had time this morning to pass the mic and ask you, what are you waiting on? What, what, are, what are you waiting on? Uh, I told you all a few Sundays ago, there are a single people, some of them are waiting to get married. And then some didn't wait, they just started shacking up. See, that's a, not waiting, just, just go on, just move in. That's, that's crazy, that's so crazy, can't even speak to it. And then there are some married people waiting. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. They're waiting. There are some parents waiting for their children to grow up. You're 30 years old, still at home. 45. Still, I got to pay your cell phone bill. Waiting. What, what are you waiting on? The wait is over if we are waiting on God. Just a couple of things here because that's why a lot of people get become impatient. That's why a lot of people stop coming to church. They think God is on their time schedule. I prayed last week and God ain't moved. Well, you, you got to wait on God. Amen. I mean, you, you can't, God not going to come when you want him. Amen. God don't run by your time frame. Who do you think we are going to be ordering a sovereign God telling him what to do? And have you noticed in our selfish prayer is only for us. Lord, just bless me, my foe, and no more. <laughs> Amen. And, and I wait. And what are you waiting on? What, what are you waiting on God to do? Uh, uh, he's able. That's what this text right here. Look, look here. First of all, a faithful priest. When you look at verses 5 through 7, Zechariah's name means Jehovah has remembered. His wife's name, Elizabeth, means God is my oath. And they were a godly couple. They both belonged to the priestly uh, tribe of Aaron. And they were both godly. And that's one of the problems, um, as, as say, on every second t uh, Wednesday in the month, I'm dealing with my book, Marriage and Not for Children. Hopefully, by the springtime, I'll be, my other book will be out, uh, I'm single, so what? But what I see so many problems in, in marriage is that some of y'all are hooking up with unsaved folk. See, both Elizabeth and Zachariah were righteous people. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 6.14, be not unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. And, 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 and some of you all were so couldn't wait on God because he came by your house and wanted to take you to McDonald's. You said, this is the one. And didn't know he was driving his mama's car. Amen. They both were saved. That's, 
that's the problem. That's why so many people have marital problems. Uh, you marry somebody who's not saved or you dealing with a carnal Christian. But Elijah, I mean, Elizabeth and Zachariah were both godly people. They lived blameless before God. They lived in a wicked society, yet they chose to live a holy life. It's a choice. Somebody say it's a choice. Stop, stop all these playing these games talking about folk, I can't help it. No, this old crazy talking about generational curses. No, you grown. Stop laying on your dead granddaddy, your great grandmama and all that talking about, I can't help it. Yes, you can. You don't want to help it. Amen. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can if you want to. Life is a choice. And, and, uh, and they were living godly. Amen. Thank God for godly marriages. You single people pray and ask God for a godly person. I'd rather be by myself, listen, than be with some idiot. Amen. Amen. Somebody, amen. He's got impatient and you thought you had a good deal and you done discovered this thing done turned into an ordeal. And now you're hoping for any kind of deal. Amen. 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 Got impatient. Amen. But they were praying. They, they were godless. I mean, they were godly people, but they didn't have a child. See, just because you godly doesn't mean God going to give you everything on your list. Well, bless his name. Amen. Amen. Just because you godly, because you speak in tongues, you live holy, you don't drink, you don't smoke, don't think God going to check off your list. They were godly people serving God, yet she was barren. Sometimes God don't give us everything we want just to keep us coming to him. Amen. That's why I don't pray for none of y'all to win the lottery. I could pray because I'm anointed. Somebody say he's anointed. You ain't got to, you ain't got to say it. God laid his hands on me and I was eight years old. I'm anointed and appointed. But I wouldn't pray for y'all to win because you'll win. And if you won that lottery, you have speaking now. <clears throat> Half come to church now. Look, look at look at the empty seats here today. All the blessed, uh, uh, blessed beyond measure. If you was a multi-millionaire, you would. Amen. See, God sometimes don't answer us to keep us looking to Him because everybody can't handle prosperity. Amen. Some of y'all didn't clap. Amen. Y'all know because you 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 got. Hey, get this. I don't get this wet. Oh no. And that's why God sometimes don't answer our prayer to keep us looking to him. Because God knows if you became president of that company, you ain't ready yet. You may act a plum fool. You may go in tomorrow, fire everybody, including yourself. Amen. So they, they, they were godly, but they didn't have everything they wanted. And you're not going to get everything you want in this life. God have never promised, but they still were godly. They pray. Amen. That's why the power of prayer. We go there. I've been telling the brother and sister, one, if it's just once a month, you come to prayer meeting. It don't matter what happened. We have 500 people at St. James on Wednesday evening at 6 o'clock. Man, here praying, seeking God. See, the answer to your problem is not drugs and bewilderment, it's prayer. And, 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 and Zacharias and Elizabeth have been seeking God about their dilemma. I've been praying for you. That will, that will lifted my spirit this morning when missionary Sim prayed for her pastor. You just don't know how it makes me feel to know that there are people praying for me. 
And many of us are here this morning because somebody in our family had enough sense to pray for us. Well, bless his name. Amen. Amen. Zachariah. Then secondly, look at a fearful priest. Verses 8 through 17 deal with Zacharias on his duty. It was his lot. And I don't have time to deal with you. Read First Chronicles chapter 24. There was over 20,000 priests. And they had to take turns serving. And his lot came uh, when it came time for his time to serve. They served two weeks and then they go home. He was to burn the incense. The incense came after the morning sacrifice and the evening sacrifice and the incense was representative of their prayers going up to God. And while he was serving, don't miss this now, while he was serving, an angel appeared. Some of y'all get that on your way home. Let me say here. While he was serving, they were godly people, didn't have a child, but while he was serving, an angel appeared under him. While he was serving. See, what, why so many people miss it is you are not serving. You are saved, but you are not serving. Dr. Derek Reeves, who is one of the membership pastors of this church, he pastored the St. John Church in Corpus Christi, did his dissertation project on the 80-20 rule, that 20% that of members doing 80% of the work. Only 20% of the membership is given 80% of the money. This church still should be given three to five million dollars a year easy if every believer gave their tithes. Some of y'all sure enough not going to clap now. Amen. Amen. He was serving. See, he, he was serving. You, you don't wait till things get better. You start serving now. Find somewhere in the church to serve and be a faithful servant. Uh, uh, Zachariah was there uh, in the temple serving in the midst of, when the angel appeared. Now notice, when the angel appeared, he didn't give the angel a high five talking about what's up man. He became fearful. I don't care how bad you are. If you see an angel, you might have to change your depend several times. Amen. Got a lot of these tough folk running right here thinking they so tough, especially a lot of men think you mess around, wake up in the middle of the night and see an angel standing over your bed. Amen. You be so scared you can't holler. And notice the angel always said, Fear not. See. Amen. Fear not. Fear, fear not. Fear not. Because it's fear that will run you crazy. And the angel said, Fear not. Because uh, anytime you saw an angel, they thought it may have been divine judgment. And God had to tell him, fear not. Just like he's telling some of you today, fear not. I don't know what you are going through, but fear not. The devil works in our fear. Fear, fear not. Don't, whatever you're afraid of, always ask people, what are you afraid of? Face your fear and it will disappear. Fear not. Well, I couldn't lose my job. And? I could get sick and I could not get married and my marriage could fall apart and 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 cowboys could lose 
And <laughs> you see, you see, fear is what keeps us captivated in doing nothing. So the angel always said, fear not. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Uh, Gerald, Gerald Jamposka, you heard me reference this book many times. Gerald Jamposka in his book, Love is Letting Go of Fear, talks about what fear captivates us in the bad past. So we worry all the time. Our fear keeps us caught up in the unrealized future. So we worry. And it was fear the lynching of our forefathers were used to keep us intimidated and fearful to take a stand. But the angel said, fear not. Look what, it, look what Gabriel said to him. He gave him instruction that you all are going to have a baby. What? <laughs> and I'm old? And Elizabeth is old? And you talking about we're going to have a a baby? <laughs> Can you imagine for a moment it, uh, 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 Zachariah's excitement? What you say? We, 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 we barren. And, the, and Gabriel instructed said, his name is going to be not Zachariah Jr., but John. And John stands for Jehovah is gracious. And he's going to be dedicated as a boy. He's going to be a Nazarite. Numbers chapter 6, 1 through 21. He's going to be a Nazarite and he's going to be filled with the Holy Ghost from birth. But God wanted John to be used in ministry for the kingdom. Can you imagine he was filled with the Holy Ghost from birth? It's fearful priest. Then thirdly, look at this faithless priest. Zachariah, just like a lot of us, didn't believe. The biggest problem in the church is Christians not believing. We hear this word <clears throat> and then we don't believe. We hear the word and then we go out and try to handle things ourselves because we don't believe God can really do it. Uh, uh, look, at, look at verses 18 through 22. Zechariah doubted the angel. You see, God will not tolerate our unbelief. And the reason why so many people are not being blessed is because they don't have faith in God. God said it to Zacharias. He is in the, in the temple serving. It was too much for him to comprehend and he doubted God. Some of you doubt God. I, I, I doubt, doubting, call my daughter Thomas. Thomas uh, doubts got settled. Some of you are doubting that God can do what he said he going to do. Amen. I don't care how bad the situation looks. If God said it, he's going to perform it. I, I know I'm around some folk. I can go. I pastor some of you all. Y'all don't believe nothing. Be past y'all knows. Amen. Don't believe nothing. You, the Bible done told you if you bring all the tithes to the storehouse, I'll open for you the windows of heaven. You still won't do it because you are doubting God. If you want to doubt somebody, don't believe man, but you can believe God. And here, Zechariah did not believe what God has said. You want to be blessed, you got to believe God. I don't care how crazy it sounds. Some of y'all too intellectual. Well, how can this be? You keep trying to figure out God. Keep trying to. You'll never figure out God or understand God. I'm still trying to understand how a black cow can eat green grass and give white milk. 
Don't get me to the iPhone. Don't get me to understand a car. And I'm going to try to understand an infinite God. God said it. That should have been enough. Some of you all are sitting on miracles, but you have to believe what Jesus said. Stop trying to figure God out. Stop trying to make your move and stand on the word of God. Yes, sir. Zachariah didn't believe faithless, and God said you won't speak. God will shut you up. Amen. Faith is blessed, but unbelief is judged. Zechariah was struck with dumbness. Zechariah did not believe, therefore he could not speak. When he left the holy place, he could not pronounce the Arianic benediction upon the people because God had made him dumb. God need to shut up some people running their mouth now, and he will. God done said, and we run around here, this old, all this, I ain't never heard so all this old graveyard talk. Christians are doing, child, it's so tough. God, what we gonna do? Well, you know, ain't nobody coming to church. You somebody, you here, amen. Don't worry, but don't worry about them, that's them, they miss. Amen, when God, when my mom, you called me for dinner time, I wouldn't worry about my brother, I'm gonna go eat, amen. Amen. You stop all this old, old graveyard talk. That's why Solomon said Proverbs 18 and, 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 and 21 that the power of life and death is in the tongue. See, and some of y'all are speaking death over your stuff. That's why. That's why you ain't got nothing because you look in the mirror talking about I don't look good. Ain't nobody going to ever want me. I'll never have anything. And when you start talking like that, that graveyard talk, you start acting like that. I don't look like nothing. Ain't nobody going <laughs> to. You got to change your conversation. So since Zachariah's speech did not line up with the word, God shut him up. Couldn't talk. Because he didn't believe that God could do the impossible. Then verse, verses 23 and 25 deal with a favored priest. When Zechariah got through, he went home. And God turned his disbelief into belief. God turned his unbelief into reality. Because Zachariah was an old man. Elizabeth was barren. But God said, she going to have a child. Could you see Zachariah coming home? This was pre-Viagra days. God keeps and God kept his promise. Can, can you see Zachariah coming home? All he had was the word of God. <laughs> That's all we have. I, I think about that sometimes when I look at ministry. I think about Reverend Clemens. All we have to stand on is the word of God. So when I came here 25 years ago, all I had was the word of God. Been preaching 46 years. All I've been standing on, even in impossible situations, is the word of God. And that word is enough. God is going to do just what he said. Zechariah forgot about Abraham and Sarah. 
Genesis 18 and 14 says, Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Zechariah forgot about Jeremiah 32, 17. Oh, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and outstretched arm. Is there nothing too hard for thee? John, John had been promised. Zechariah coming home from the church. And there's something for coming to good worship. It's, it stimulates your mind. He goes home. Elizabeth probably already in bed. Oh, put you say, my sanctified imagination works with me. He probably, uh, turned the lights down just a little bit low. And Zachariah probably lit a candle. And he might have started harming to uh, Elizabeth. And Elizabeth probably said when he touched her, she probably said, what you doing, Zach? <laughs> you know ain't nothing like that happening. What you doing, boy? <laughs> you better roll over and go to sleep. Now every married man knows that term, uh, you better roll over tonight and uh, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, but Zachariah had uh, the word of God. God had told him that Elizabeth uh, was going to have a child. And, uh -huh. and Dr. William Barclay says that every miracle contains uh, both human and divine. And God permits us part of humanity to work with him in the miraculous a lot of us are waiting on God to do it but God is waiting on you to do your part yes sir God has a miracle with your name on it but you got to say thank you Jesus you, God has a miracle coming your way but you got to position yourself to receive his miracle can't you see John coming home and touching Elizabeth Elizabeth said hey man uh, leave me alone but I'm going to leave y'all alone this morning uh, when you get home read the rest of the story that what Paul Harvey used to say now the rest of the story and when you read verses 57 through 66 of Luke chapter 1 you will discover that Elizabeth got pregnant what and had a son and uh huh and they called his name John yes sir the weight is is over if you believe God and stand on his word 
God will do uh, the impossible. He'll uh, a possible uh, that move the impossible uh, into the realm uh, of possibility. If you believe, uh, it doesn't matter how jacked up uh, your marriage is. Uh, go home this evening uh, and start back hugging and kissing. Yeah, uh-huh. It does not matter how dry you are. Start telling the Lord, Lord, thank you for what you've done. And he will keep his word. He will. If God said it, he will perform it. He said, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. And if God said it, he's gonna do it. If God decreed it, it will happen. If God declared it, it will happen. The wait is over. May God bless you. But you got to believe. He is a miracle working God. I don't know much, but I do believe that if God said it, he will perform it. If he said it, he will change your life. But you must believe. That's how you are saved when you believe. I should be in hell, but I believe he died on a crawl, buried in a borrowed tomb. But early Sunday morning, a miracle worker you say Reverend my life is jacked up but he's a miracle worker if you can only believe if he did it for Zachariah and Elizabeth he can do it for you if he did it for Abraham and Sarah he can do it for you if he did it for my mama he can do it for you he's able to keep his word. Yeah! God is just looking for somebody who will believe. Some of y'all are too analytical. Hang on. Hang. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're missing God. They said we will never build this building. But a whole lot of St. James members believed, and here we are. If God said it, he will perform it. What you got to do, we got to do our part and watch God do his part. If you can believe, all things are possible. Elizabeth Barron but he believed God. Can you imagine excitement? When last time you got excited when you thought about the job you have? Answer the prayer. The family you have? Answer the prayer. I'm here in this pulpit. Answer the prayer. You believe God. Stand on his word. 
God gonna do just what he said. Hallelujah. The wait is over. The wait is over. God is now waiting on you. You make the first step. I care discipleship people are coming. Can you see Elizabeth and 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 Zachariah with little John at Walmart and they walking through and people say, Hey, said, listen, I didn't think y'all couldn't. They say, No, we couldn't, but God says yeah, yeah. to you at the end of every sentence, you got to include, but God. I may not have it today, but God. If we do our part, God is a miracle worker. You got to believe that. Got so many people coming to church every Sunday. Don't believe. You got to believe. God will do just what he said.